0: I want to share with you just briefly, or as the spirit leads here today, amen, we are only in, what, the 19th day of the year, the 19th day of the year, amen, and already, amen, some have experienced trouble and uh, uh, sickness and different things, I told you all that uh, when you stood at the threshold of, of 2019, that nothing magical was going to take place, amen, in the new year. If you left, if the the old year left out of here, amen, and you you, you had foot problems nine times out of ten when 2020 came in, your feet were still going to be swollen. Say amen. They weren't just going to go down because it was a new year. Say amen, somebody. But thank God for Jesus and the Holy Ghost. And so I want to encourage your hearts from a very familiar passage of scripture that's recorded in the 16th chapter of the book Of Acts, Amen. The sixteenth chapter of the book of Acts, Amen. And just verse number twenty-five. Verse number twenty-five. You know what it says. Amen. Let's stand up. Let's stand up. Verse number twenty-five just simply says, and at midnight, Paul and uh, Silas, take your seats, take your seats, and at midnight. Paul and Silas, amen. I want to talk to you all, (coughs) amen, from the subject matter, a midnight performance. A midnight performance. Everybody say a midnight uh, performance, amen. Midnight, midnight. Of course, we all know that midnight is the middle of uh, The night, we know that midnight is the darkest part of uh, any night. It is the deepest part of uh, the night. It's that part of the night that it seems like we can't sense the divine nor hug the holy. It's a time when you feel sometimes jesus It's a time where we can't sense our sight of him because most of the time uh, we walk by sight and not by faith. And I understand uh, as believers we're supposed to walk by faith and not by sight. But if we would be honest with ourselves, sometimes uh, we find ourselves walking by sight and not by faith and so midnight when the sick seems uh, to get sicker the burden becomes uh, heavier just remember that God is still at work in uh, the night if 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 you remember nothing else remember that god is involved god is interested god is operative he still makes wrong right he still gives truth uh, to power over lies he still gives power to the faint and might to the strengthless. He still makes house calls. Y'all know God makes, he makes house calls. He still shows up at midnight. He still walks on the sea of challenge and uh, he commands winds of adversity and waves of affliction to be still. Yes, there is uh, God. He still rules earth and heaven. In Him there is relief from every pain and care, for He knows just how much you can bear. No need to toss and turn no uh, don't pace a hole in your carpet at night. No need to worry if you're going to make it through the night because God is at work at night. fact of the matter is all throughout Bible history you would discover you will discover that God does his best work at night. You ought to tell your neighbor God does his best work at at night, When you glance at this text, it says at midnight, Paul and Silas. Now, we all know Paul. We always talk about Brother Paul. We all know about how Paul, before his name was changed to Paul, how he was named Saul and how he had persecuted the church. But he had an encounter with the Lord on the road to Damascus, on the Damascus road, and how God, when he got through with him, He saved him and then he changed uh, his name from Saul to Paul. We understand that Paul wrote the majority of uh, the New Testament. But when we talk about... Paul, there's a lot to talk about with Paul, but oftentimes uh, we forget about Silas. Amen. A lot of people don't know that much about Saul, uh, about Silas. When you hear about Silas, the only time you really hear about him is when when we say Paul and uh, and Silas. Well, you have to understand that Silas's name appears in Acts at the end of the first church council on the Jewish Gentile. Problem. You got to understand back then there was always a dispute, amen, with the Jews and uh, uh, the Gentiles. And many early Christians were Jews who realized that Jesus was uh, the fulfillment of God's Old Testament promises to his people. However, the universal application of those promises uh, had been overlooked, and thus many felt that becoming Jewish was a prerequisite to becoming uh, a Christian. And so the idea that God could accept a Gentile pagan was too incredible and we ought to thank God for Jesus and the blood of Jesus because none of us in here are Jews. Amen. We, we, we were considered uh, uh, Gentiles. We were considered uh, an outcast. Somebody say thank God for Jesus but in the In the New Testament, the Gentiles began uh, to accept Christ as their Savior, and the transformation uh, of their lives and the presence of god 's spirit confirmed uh, their conversion and So some Jews were still reluctant, and they insisted that these new Christians take on uh, uh, various Jewish Customs, You know, you always have somebody out there that's going to believe uh, that God didn't do what you said that he did. Amen. You had that cousin. You had uh, that old drunk uncle. And when he told you that he got saved, you say, no way under heaven could the Lord save him. He only got saved so that he could uh, come to church on first Sunday because he think that they serving real wine. And he's going he to get tricked because they're serving a, a, a great job. You know, you got some folk, when you look at their lives and what they used to be involved in and how they used to be, amen, if you didn't know Jesus for yourself, uh, you would have to take a second look at them as well. And so some of the Jews, they were still reluctant and they wanted these new Christians to take on uh, various Jewish customs. And so the issue came to a boiling point at Jerusalem Council, but it was peacefully resolved. Silas was one of the representatives from uh, Jerusalem sent with Paul and Barnabas back to Antioch with an official letter I'm only talking Bible now he, he, he was sent back with an official letter of welcome and acceptance to the Gentile uh, Christians and so having fulfilled this mission Silas he then returned Back to Jerusalem. And within a short time, he was back uh, in Antioch at Paul's request. And then it is there that you will find uh, him joining himself when Paul went on uh, his second missionary uh, journey. And so, what we learn about uh, this fellow by the name of Silas, he was a leader in uh, the Jerusalem church. He didn't just show up in prison. He had to get there. You know, sometimes when you read the Bible, you got to read, uh, you got to read the whole book. You got to find out how Paul and Silas ended up in prison uh, at midnight. And so he 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 was a representative uh, of the Jerusalem uh, uh, church. He was closely associated uh, with the apostle Paul. There are some lessons uh, that we can learn from. Uh, the life of uh, Silas. And and, and, and here's one of the lessons. He is uh, that partnership is a significant part of effective uh, ministry. I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. That partnership is a significant part of uh, effective uh, ministry. You got to be careful who you hang out with. You got to be careful who you hook up with. Amen. Stop hanging out with folk. Amen. That are hypocritical. People who, who, who just have a down spirit. People who just always mumbling and complaining. You got to watch who you partner with and I'm not talking about boyfriend and girlfriend husband uh, and wife come back on Tuesday night for that teaching amen I'm just talking about your best friend I'm talking about the person that you always going out to eat with the person that you are always talking to on the telephone because partnership is a is a significant part of effective uh, ministry you need to hang out with some folk that like to pray you need to hang out with people that like like to discuss the word of God hang out with some people that can encourage you when you are down and then you can encourage them uh, when they are down hang out with people that enjoy doing the same thing uh, that you do that enjoy serving uh, the God of uh, your salvation and so when I look at the life of Silas uh, I understand that partnership is a significant part of effective ministry not only effective ministry but it's important in regards to your salvation because how many y'all know that spirits will jump off on you you might not be a cursor, but guess what you hang out with folk that just cuss all the time after a while you're gonna find yourself saying one or two words hang out with people that's always mumbling and complaining about everything you're gonna find yourself uh, uh, always complaining because those spirits are transferable you got to be careful don't sit in church with nobody that's always yawning because you're gonna discover when they get through yawning after a while you ain't even tired you know you got you a good night rest but guess what you sit next to somebody that's sleepy all of a sudden that sleepy spirit gonna just get on you somebody's ought to say amen that sleepy spirit to get on you so watch where you sit when you come to church if you see somebody don't feel like clapping and praising God you just need to tell them excuse me it's nothing personal but I come to lift up the name of Jesus and so partnership is a syn- significant part of effective ministry. And then the next thing I learned from the life of Silas uh, is that God never guarantees that his servants uh, will not suffer. I don't know where y'all got this from that because uh, you're saved and you're sanctified that you're not going to never have to go uh, through anything. Amen. You're not going to never have to go through anything. The Bible said in this world you shall have uh, a tribulation. But Jesus said what be of good cheer because uh, I have overcome uh, 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 the world and because he's an overcomer you need to understand that makes us uh, overcomers as well so God never guarantees that um, we will not suffer but we know one thing that in uh, our suffering that God uh, is with us we may be troubled on every side you may uh, feel persecuted but Guess what? As long as I know that the Lord is with me, I can make it uh, another day. Another lesson that we learn uh, from the life of uh, Silas is that obedience to God uh, will often mean giving up what makes us feel secure. Uh oh. Listen, when you are obedient uh, to God, and God will have you do some things, God uh, will have you go some places God will have you say some things that you thought you would never say, that you thought you would never go, that you thought that you would never do. But when you are obedient to to God, amen, it means giving up what makes us feel secure. Sometimes the reason we can't move in God is because we're in our comfort zone some of y'all like your status quo. Even though you complain about your status quo, uh, in other words, the the way things presently are, you complain about it, but you don't want to step out of the box. Can I encourage y'all in 2020 to step out of the box? But wait a minute, don't just step out of any box. Some of y'all ready to step out now where the pastor says step out the box. I'm on my way. No, in all thy ways, acknowledge God and He'll what? He'll direct your path when you step, when you step out of the box. Make 2020 the year that you resolve in your heart and in uh, your mind that I'm going to partner with somebody that loves God the way I love God. And that I'm gonna understand that all because I'm saved don't mean uh, I'm not gonna have any more troubles. And I'm going to be obedient to God. I'm going to give up what makes me feel uh, secure. Some of y'all, oh, God, I'm not going to preach too long, but some of y'all write it all out. And if it don't go according to how you write it out, you just go almost crazy. Listen, if everything worked out the way we wrote it uh, out, guess what? I'd be a millionaire today. Y'all ain't talking back here to me. I'd be rich if everything, if I just sit down, if my budget would just uh, do what I, put on the paper. I'll be all right, but it looked like you tried to budget and nothing wrong with budgeting. I encourage you to budget, uh, but it just looked like something always come up. Mm-hmm. You didn't expect that radiator to go out in that car. You didn't put that in the budget. You didn't expect this bill or that bill, but understand uh, when you are obedient to God, it means giving up what makes you feel uh, secured. Amen. Trust in God. Put trust in him trust in the lord with all of your heart and so the text says paul and silas paul and silas were having a real midnight experience in this verse It was midnight by the clock and uh, by their circumstances. They had been uh, arrested for preaching the gospel and had gone uh, through a mockery of uh, a trial. Then they were brutally beaten. This was followed by being put in stocks in a dungeon of uh, a prison. This prison wasn't like the prison nowadays. Nowadays, prisons uh, look like the embassy suites. Amen. This was a dark, it was uh, a cold dungeon. But notice something. Uh, Their performance at midnight demonstrated uh, some real faith in in God, and it helped to bring about their deliverance from uh, their trial. Can I tell y'all something? How you perform uh, uh, during your midnight will determine your deliverance. is going to determine, uh, hallelujah, your outcome. In the midst of your midnight, you can cry all night long, but guess what? Crying uh, is not going to help your midnight. Uh, you have to understand that this message, it, it should relate to everybody in, uh, in here today because everybody in here, uh, either, my God, is in a midnight experience right now or you are on your way out of a midnight situation or I don't mean to be the bearer bad news but you're on your way to a midnight experience. Uh, Midnight is when you find yourself in uh, a situation that is way beyond uh, your control. Midnight is when you find yourself that caught up into something that you cannot handle on your own, be it sickness, suffering, or sorrow, be it troubles, trials, or tribulations, we will all have our midnight situation. So, if you haven't faced midnight yet, just keep on going to bed at night. And just, just keep on getting up in the morning. But we don't have uh, to be defeated uh, by our midnights. The midnight hours remind us that sometimes God does uh, His best work and when we think uh, it's too late. How I many y'all know God's never late? He's always. Uh, have I got a witness? God is always right on time. God, uh, he has a way of blowing uh, our minds. Have God almost blown your mind lately? You thought it was all over. You thought you was going under. You thought they was coming to get that thing. But God, uh, he has a way of blowing uh, our, our minds right at the point when we feel like giving up. But can I encourage you? Don't give up. You ought to tell somebody, don't give up. Don't give up. Uh, don't throw in the towel don't throw in the towel don't throw in the towel why because God does his best work uh, at night God has a way of showing up even uh, at midnight and Paul and Silas uh, they were fully aware of this Paul and Silas decided uh, uh that there were some things uh, that they were going to have to worship and praise their way through through. I stopped by to tell somebody there's some things you just gonna have to praise your way through. You're just you're just and and, and, and I told him on Friday night. Amen that when I talk about praise, I ain't just talking about jumping and shouting and, and making a whole lot of noise. There's some things uh, you just going to have to praise your way through. Sometimes you'll never move your feet, but you're gonna have to say hallelujah. Anyhow, I'm not gonna let my trouble. Can I preach for a few minutes? Uh, I'm not going to let my troubles get me down, but when my troubles come my way, I'm going to lift my head up high and say what? Hallelujah. Do anybody in here got a hallelujah anyhow? You're going through a situation right now, and all God wants out of you is just a hallelujah. Amen. They understood that they was going to have to worship and praise their way out of uh, their situation. One of the biggest mistakes mistakes. mistakes the devil made was uh, when he put Paul and Silas in uh, the same cell and allow them uh, to get together. I told you you got to watch who you associate yourself with. Listen, listen, Uh, uh, Paul and Silas, they just simply decided, uh, hallelujah, that we're going to praise uh, uh, the Lord. Hallelujah. Even though that they were—they had pain from uh, their beaten backs. Their position uh, was in a dark jail cell. Their hands and their feet, uh, they were bound in iron. Their reputations were torn uh, into shreds by uncaring uh, 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 tongues. But listen, if you're waiting uh, to get a perfect set of, uh, of circumstances before you worship and praise God, I need to tell you, it'll never take place. You might as well close your Bible, your hymn book, and stop coming to church because you're never going to get a perfect set of circumstances. Hey, but they put Paul and Silas in, uh, in the same jail cell. And if they would have put Paul uh, in the same cell with a fault finder, you know that person who wants to criticize and find uh, fault fault with everything. They find fault with the church and they find fault with the preacher, with the youth group. They find fault with the singing. They find fault with the carpet. They find fault in the restrooms. Come on. Don't hook up with no fault finder. Hallelujah. If, 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 if if my God, if they had put him in with a fault finder, it would have been a disaster. But he got locked up with Silas. Tell your neighbor they locked him up with Silas and they only had one attitude and their attitude was to praise the Lord. They could have sat there and said what did we do? did not tell you that it don't pay to serve the Lord but the devil is a liar. There are some of you that come to church here today and the Holy Ghost said that you yearn to be set free. You have longed to break out of the rut of mediocrity. You said that that it was your personality. You said, uh, I'm just this way. This is the way I am. My mama made me the way that I am. You have felt out of place doing worship time when everybody else uh, is praising and magnifying God. Uh, Listen, worship is a mindset that you have to determine uh, to stay in no matter what your circumstances are. Stop telling folk off uh, and be a worshiper. And yes, they may be lying on you, but you got to make up in your mind, I'm going to be a worshiper. In other words, I'm a wish of God even when I don't feel like praising God you see because I'm gonna feel like preaching in a minute here because I praise God for what he's done for me but I worship God uh, because of who God is and in other words uh, my affliction don't change who God is Uh, hallelujah folk lying on me don't change uh, who God is and so when uh, uh, people are misusing you and abusing you and when uh, you find yourself in adverse situations uh, don't focus on what you're going through. Start focusing on God. Don't focus on the problem. Focus on uh, on the problem solver. Don't focus how broke you are. Why don't you focus on my God shall supply every need according to his riches up in glory. Don't focus on you ain't got no friends. Uh, Ella Mason said what a friend we have in Jesus. All uh, of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege uh, it is to carry somebody to shout at everything. Uh, to God in prayer and so when your midnight comes uh, the lights seem to go out and darkness grips the soul and we wonder if we will ever see the light of uh, better times. Anybody ever been there? And can you say that you know that God works at night? Uh, but I need you to understand in order to gain deliverance from these midnight experiences, uh, we need to perform as Paul uh, and Silas did. Their performance, uh, it involved three things. It involved prayer, it involved uh, praise, and it involved publicity. Uh, Listen, I told y'all while we were singing that we're going to get back to our Pentecostal roots. Say amen, somebody. I remember the days we sing a song for 20 minutes. Y'all ain't going to talk back here to me. Some of y'all get up and come to church. You don't want to stay in church, but 30 minutes, uh, and then if we sing for 20 minutes, that only give us 10 more minutes to do what we want to do. But folk used to get delivered. People used to get uh, set free with I'm a soldier in the army, that God is a good God. anybody remember those days? Uh, we used to wear out the organist, we had to wear out the drummer, the guitar, and the bass player. We've got to get back to praising God when we assemble ourselves. Uh, uh together the bible says uh, the first thing that they did look at the text paul and silas uh, they did what they prayed we got to get prayer back in church come on somebody we don't pray like we used to pray come on we ain't got time we don't have time to pray no more we need to get back we need to get back to praying y'all how I many y'all know prayer changes things uh, come on here somebody I said prayer changes things. we used to have all night prayer meetings uh, we used to shut in the church and pray all night folk at shut-ins now and they serving breakfast at shut-ins and they telling you to bring your pillows and a and a blow up mattress and all of that we used to pray all night long we lay out on these pews if we got tired uh, and then we fall asleep and when the old mothers would get loud and start praying in our ears uh, come on Tell your neighbor, we got to get back to prayer. 2020, St. Luke, guess what? We're getting back to prayer. If you want a McDonald's value church or if you want a Burger King at value church, you're going to have to find yourself another church. Because guess what? This is going to be a praying church because you know why? I know what prayer can do. Prayer, prayer, brought me through. Some of y'all, your situation would have changed long time ago if you just learned how to spend some time in prayer. You gotta have a little talk with Jesus, tell him all about your trouble. He'll hear your faintest cry. He'll answer you by and by. Look what the text says: Paul and Silas, they prayed, and I'm not surprised they hear that they prayed at midnight because those of us who have had to face midnight knows that the first thing that we normally do is pray. Some of y'all don't never pray until you need God to do something. Uh, and sometimes that's why you have to, can I take my time and preach it? Y'all ain't in a hurry, are you? Listen, I get you out before the game. Don't worry about it. Listen, uh, my God help me preach up in here today. Listen, listen, listen. Uh, God knows how to get us to pray. Sometimes uh, we're going through what we're going through because all God is saying to us uh, is I just want a little time to talk to you. You you, you don't seem to want to talk to me when you're feeling good, you, when, when everything is going the way you want it to go then guess what then you don't seem to want to communicate with me when you have uh, all of the activities of your limbs and you're feeling well you don't talk to me so every now and then God will give us a cough you ain't gonna talk back here to me because all while we cough and we saying Lord have mercy it, listen at least we talking to them y'all 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 did you understand that sometimes why your children act up is because they just want your attention Uh, yeah when everything is going well you ain't paying them no attention and that boy and that girl's over there saying I need mama's attention I need daddy's attention they won't pay no attention to me when I act right they say they don't have time they don't you know they really got the attitude that I don't feel like being bothered and so here's how I get mama's attention I just start some trouble because as long as mama's yelling at me I know I got mama's attention as long as daddy's beating on me I know y'all ain't gonna help me preach uh, and whatever it takes in order to get their attention uh, your kids will do it why you think they just run into the wall for no reason they just want your attention well God says uh, that sometimes all I want you to do is communicate with me I created you to communicate with me and I got to get uh, your attention and so don't just pray when you need something from God yeah they pray Even if uh, you haven't prayed in a long time, you're going to pray at midnight. uh, Even if you think you don't know how to pray. Some folks say, Pastor, I don't know how to pray. That's a lie from hell. Because getting to your midnight season, you'll find some stuff coming up that you didn't know was even in you. I mean you get to praying like a prayer warrior and so what I'm trying to say is midnight is an hour of prayer so it doesn't surprise me that they prayed at midnight but what does surprise me says Paul are y'all in the Bible still that Paul and Silas prayed and they did something else in the midst of what they were going through the Bible said they sang praises unto uh, unto God and what's remarkable is that Luke who's the author of our text uh, he says not only did they pray but he said that they sang uh, they sang some praises while they were in prison Uh, I think that's quite remarkable Uh, you remember when Israel was in captivity down in Babylon Uh, uh, they were in Babylonian captivity you know that And, uh, and they had some musical instruments Uh, y'all know they had the harps Uh, and and, and the bible says that while they were facing their situation uh, and what they were going through the bible says uh, that they hung their harps on uh, the willow Uh, and those that were in charge they walked up to them uh, and they requested of them a song they said why don't you give us one of them good old fashioned songs that you all know that you're accustomed to playing and singing. And do you know what their response was? Their response was, uh, how can we sing? Mm. The Lord's song in a strange land, and they hung their harps upon the the willow. (laughs) Somebody, you hung your harp up. Y'all ain't going to help me. You put your tambourine away. Come on. My God, you ain't used your voice in so long until you don't remember what the key of C is. Hallelujah. But let me tell you something. As long as you are saved, you always have a song. Mm -hmm. How many of y'all know... How many of y'all know you always have a song? it's easy it's easy for us to praise God when everything is going well in our life it's easy to sing this little light of mine I'm gonna let it shine when you're getting raises on your job it's easy to sing I know the Lord will make a way somehow when you're getting promotions on your job but how many of y'all can sing the Lord's song in in a strange Land. How many of y'all can sing praises unto God when your body is racking in? Pain. How many of y'all can declare that I will bless the Lord at all times? His praise shall continually be in my mouth even when you cannot, uh, even when you cannot see your way through. You might have received uh, bad news from the doctor, but can you, uh, can you still sing that after all I, I've been through, do I got any all i I've been through, folk up in here. Mm-hmm. Somebody ought to shout, I still have. I still have my joy after everything I've been through. I still have a peace that surpasses all understanding. Now, you don't know what I've been through. But one thing I can tell you, that the lord been mighty good to me. <laughs> Is there anybody up in here that can say one thing? I know uh, is God so enough been good to me uh, yes can you sing Zion songs uh, when you are going through can you praise him uh, in the midst of your storm can you uh, praise him in your midnight experience uh, I dare you to tell some don't touch him uh, because some of y'all got colds don't touch them, uh, but put your hand over your mouth and tell them uh, you don't have to wait till the battle's over uh, but you can praise God right now uh, anybody can praise him while the battle's over uh, but I want to know can you God do you still have a praise down on the inside of you uh, in the midst of what you are going through uh, the Bible says uh, that all light afflictions uh, which are but for a moment uh, I need y'all to know whatever you're going through uh, it's only for a moment uh, but it worketh uh, far more exceeding uh, eternal waiting glory uh, tell your neighbor uh, it's working out for you uh, whatever you're going through uh, it's working in your behalf Uh y'all help me preach this thing Uh tell them it's working in your behalf Say yes I got a crest in for I'm going to feel like preaching Have you any rivers That seem uncrossable And have you any mountains That you can't tunnel through God specializes In things that are impossible He will do What no other power No other power can do. Somebody ought to shout, I know that God specializes. God, He specializes when your body is full of disease, and your medicine doesn't give you no ease, and you are friendless, and you are in despair, and you feel like don't nobody care, God
1: specializes you want to tell
0: your neighbor that go on down. he specializes
1: Paul
0: and Silas, they were not the first one to ever be persecuted for doing the Lord's work. Matter of fact, when I read the text, I don't have to get to the end of the story to understand what took place. Because one thing I know, uh when you pray, uh and when you praise God, uh when praises, uh when they go up,
1: uh blessings uh can't help but go down, uh tell your neighbor, uh neighbor, I'm going to feel like preaching in a minute, uh when blessings Go up! Hey! When you bless God, send them some blessings. Tell the Lord how much you love Him. Tell Him how much you appreciate Him. Tell the Lord! Hey! Hey! Hey!
0: Hey, I feel something here. Paul in silence. They were not the only one. I see David. When he was on the run. Hiding in a cave.
1: He was cold. He was scared. He was hungry, running away from the very man that he thought should love him. But David said, In the midst of everything that I'm going through, I got to keep on. Blessing God. Tell your neighbor in the midst of everything I'm going through, I got to keep on praising God. Joseph was in a prison because of the jealousy of his brother, but Joseph said, You meant it for evil, but God meant it for my good. Tell the devil, devil, I'm standing flat footed. Devil, you meant it for evil. You thought it was going to destroy me. You thought. I was going to lose my mind, but devil, stomp your feet. Say, devil, you are a liar. Devil, I'm victorious. Devil, I got my praise. Devil, I got my deliverance. Hey, I'm more than a car. y'all ain't talking I'm more I'm more than a conqueror Daniel sleep in the den three Hebrew boys in a fiery furnace say yes Paul and Silas had their troubles but it was just a matter of time tell your neighbor it's just Woo! tell him it's just a matter of time god will god will god will bring you out god ah uh, yes it's just i don't know who i'm talking to but it's just a matter of time god will you up. Yes. Somebody just walk around. Walk around. Walk in your prison. Walk in your lion's den. Walk in your fiery furnace. It's just Matter of time, say yes, say yes, say yes. They did not panic in their prison. Hey, make some noise. You gotta make noise because of their praise, because of their singing, because of their praying. It was made public. The Bible said, everybody, everybody in the prison, can anybody hear you? Let them hear you. Shout hallelujah. Let them hear you. Shout glory. Let them hear you. Shout praise the Lord. Let them hear you give God praise everybody everybody, everybody. Hey. heard 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 them praying it got good to them because the more they sang the more they prayed chains fell off They were loose from every shackle that had them bound. The Bible said, and I got to close. The Bible said, and suddenly, somebody say suddenly, say suddenly, they heard an earthquake. Tell your neighbor, it don't take God long to turn it around. It don't take God long to open the door. It don't take God long to heal your body. It don't take God long suddenly. Anybody? Anybody ready? for your suddenly I dare you to holler suddenly they had an earthquake only God can send an earthquake that don't destroy the roof only God can send an earthquake that don't shatter windows But the earthquake was so bad it broke every chain. How many of y'all know? I'm trying to close, but God can break. Come on, break. Come on. What you breaking? Break every chain. Somebody say break. Say, every chain, every fetter, every hindrance, be healed, be delivered, be set free. Say yes.